Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Welcome to Season 5 of the Agile Brand with Greg Kilstrom, where we talk with enterprise and technology platform leaders about the people, processes and platforms that make marketing and customer experience successful, scalable, and sustainable. This is what creates an Agile brand. I'm your host, Greg Kilstrom, advisor and consultant for Fortune 1000 marketing and CX leaders and teams as principal and chief strategist at GK5A and best-selling author, keynote speaker, entrepreneur, and Agile certified coach. The Agile Brand Podcast is brought to you by Tech Systems, an industry leader in full-stack technology services, talent services, and real-world application. For more information, go to teksystems.com. To sign up for the Agile Brand newsletter and get the latest insights and articles on marketing technology and CX, or to purchase a copy of my latest book, House of the Customer, go to gregkilstrom.com. You can also find all my books on Amazon and other retailers. And now on to the show. Today, we're going to talk about learning from others and the importance of sharing stories so that both you and others can learn from your successes as well as your failures. To help me discuss this topic, I'd like to welcome Ben Albert, founder and CEO of Balbert Marketing. Ben, welcome to the show. Greg, I'm honored to be here, man. This is going to be a fun discussion and just blessed to be here with you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it, too. Uh, definitely. Uh, let's let's get started by you giving a little background about your your story and and how you came to start real business connections. What what happened that led you to start it? Yeah, so I never thought I'd be in marketing. I never thought I'd be a podcaster. I'd never thought I'd have a podcast called Real Business Connections. Um, the first thirteen years of my life, Greg, I barely spoke a word, and I was the smallest kid in school quite literally the the second smallest, the smallest boy, but there's a little girl, Olivia Lee, that was a little bit shorter than me. But I wanted to be a basketball player. Kind of a silly thing to want to be when you're the shortest kid in school. But needless to say, I never grew into someone who was, you know, going to be a basketball player. I actually grew to be five foot seven. But I developed that growth mentality. And around high school time, I found the music industry. My friend Brendan Gansmer introduced me to a bunch of bands, a bunch of weird, creative, quiet types like myself. And I found a passion for marketing and elevating other voices in the music industry, setting up MySpace pages, handing out flyers, you know, selling the merchandise, wearing the merchandise. Um, and really, I, I was once wanting to be, you know, this basketball player, but where I really grew was that helping and elevating just a great idea, a great thing, a great business, a great musician. So I started a career in marketing. I started a, po a music podcast. And then when COVID hit, to really get to where you, uh, you asked this question, when COVID hit, after I started moving up that corporate ladder, and honestly, I was miserable. That's a side point. But I thought I was going to be at this, you know, employer for the rest of my career. COVID hits. I get furloughed. 
number one reason I got furloughed is we're doing video production. We're doing video production all across the United States. There's no travel. There's no in-person video. There's no sales. There's no need for me. So I actually landed in a really dark place. It took me about five months before I actually made a decision to start Real Business Connections and get that going. But I basically stacked all these codes. I loved elevating people. I loved that growth mindset. I loved learning. I loved podcasting. I loved marketing. So I started a marketing firm, Bowward Marketing LLC, in August of 2020. Started Rochester Business Connections that year. And Rochester Business Connections has since rebranded and evolved from a Rochester, New York-based podcast, a locally marketing, you know, business podcast, to what it is today where we serve really the globe with the real business connections. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, so it's interesting. I don't, I don't talk about this a lot, but I, you know, in college I had a, I played music and I did, did for a bit afterwards and, and, and things. And I always feel like I didn't go to school for marketing. I was a photography major and, you know, that's a whole other podcast or, or, or not, but what I found, I keep kind of going back to those days though sometimes. And, you know, I, we were never a wildly successful band by any means, but I learned so much and so quickly by just trying to promote something that I, at the time I deeply cared about. And, you know, I thought there was a future and and some of that and and everything. So, you know, I, I wonder, you know, that, that connection to, you know, you, you shared, you didn't really see yourself starting out in marketing, but you know, when you find something that you love and you feel passionate about, I guess marketing can become easier. I mean, would you agree with that? hundred percent. When you're living in alignment with things that light you up for me, that's growth mentality, that's creativity, that's fun. It's really easy to market when you're in alignment with things that light you up. That used to be music. Nowadays, it's business as I've grown older, but I just love watching people thrive. Yeah, yeah. So you you touched on this a little bit, but just to to go back to to real business connections, what exactly, you know, what is it? What's what's your mission? What are are you trying to accomplish with it? Yeah, um, we're looking to move the needle on a million lives, one conversation at a time. There's a couple of distinctions here. First, I want to say actually move the needle. It's not just a Facebook like. I want to see people, you know, careers change. Businesses grow and thrive. Million is a big number, but it's not a billion. But I'd be happy with a million and we'll take it from there. One conversation at a time. One conversation at a time, one piece of insight at a time, one podcast at a time. One thing you do incredibly, Greg, is you create a lot of ripples in people's lives where they show up to work a better employee, a better employer, a better partner, and then a better father, mother, son, et cetera, because of the insight you get to teach them with your show. So if we can do that one conversation at a time, I believe we've got a better world. Oh, that's, that's great. Well, and, and, and thank you. Yeah. Um, so, you know, how do you, how do you measure that? You know, what, what does success look like, you know, in the, if you were to assign a metric to it, you know, I, I do a lot of that in my, in my day job. So, you know, how, do, how do you, how do you measure that? Yeah, this is where, so I, I'll give you my answer, but I transparently want to say that I'm more on the branding and content end of things. And I'm not as analytical as other brilliant marketers that are kind of the yin to my yang. Sure. 
the way the way I measure it personally really is the fact that it's a labor of love. And I, I can put this in two categories. Am I personally learning? Am I getting better? Am I sharpening my skills? Because as you know, the podcast is a brilliant opportunity to build those soft skills that really aren't soft at all and become a better person in everything you do. And the second category I'd say is, are people actually coming to me saying that they learned something, reviews? Are we creating introductions? Are we creating business for our guests? Am I creating business for myself? And that's hard to measure, but it really is just measuring how many comments you get, how many conversations you get, how many referrals you get, things like that. And we are in the top 2% now and growing, which is a great measuring tool. People are listening, but it was never about metrics when I started. It really was more about the intangibles. And nowadays, as we start to grow, I'm learning a little bit more about uh, understanding the metrics behind the show. Yeah, great. So let's uh, let's talk a little bit more generally about the the power of sharing stories. So at this point, with your show and and with with all of the things that you're doing, you've had a lot of conversations, heard countless stories from others. What is it about hearing from other people and their successes or failures that can be so beneficial? I personally have found that stories trump just learning strategy um, because. Wow. With the growth of the internet and technology, I feel like you can almost find the answer to any single question, but there's the motivation of understanding that someone was you. They've been through similar experiences. Like my father was an alcoholic. He drank himself to death and my mom had a mental disorder. She just passed away six weeks ago. Oh wow! And other people might be going through these kind of troubles. So I can give you the actionable tips really easily. I actually learned all the action, actionable stuff early in my career, Greg. And I started to realize that the stories were what sold. The stories are what created emotion and really kind of motivated people to take action on the knowledge that they often already know. So as I learned guests, I can ask 20 people the exact same question. I can walk them through their story. And oftentimes you get the exact same answer, but the stories are going to resonate with different people based on where they are in their life and really can motivate people and actually make a change when just looking at the data or analytics sometimes doesn't inspire people enough, at least in my experience, Greg, and everybody's different. Before we continue, I'd like to introduce you to a sponsor of the show, Basecamp. Throughout my career, whether it was at my own agency or now as a consultant, Basecamp is what we rely on to help keep projects on track, on schedule, and on budget. It takes a straightforward approach to project management, it streamlines workflow management, and definitely keeps the team in the loop and on top of ongoing updates, which all are major components in a smooth-running operation. No matter if it's a simple campaign or a multi-million dollar project, Basecamp has been a key ingredient in the recipe for a successful project and business. If you're struggling with projects, sign up for Basecamp. Their pricing is simple and they give you all their features in a single plan. No upsells, no upgrades. Go to Basecamp.com agile. That's Basecamp.com A-G-I-L-E and try Basecamp for free. No credit card required and cancel anytime. Thank you, Basecamp, for sponsoring this episode. Now let's get back to the show. 
And so what about the sharing your story? You know, so what, what is the, what's, what are some of the benefits of, of you being able to share your own in addition to hearing others, of course, but you know, how, how is it beneficial to be able to have a platform to be able to share your, some of your experiences? Yeah, Greg, I have scars that I did not know I had. <laughs> we all go through troubles at life that sometimes we've acknowledged them. So I never did talk therapy. One thing I did is similar to my father, I just sort of drunk my troubles away most of my life and I didn't actually really address them. And when I started looking through, you know, going through value exercises and figuring out exactly what I value and who I am, not what the world tells me to be or who I should be, really who I am and what my purpose is, you kind of go a, a deep dive into yourself. And as you take that deep dive and as you start understanding your own story, you start giving people permission to tell their own story. You build your brand through authenticity. You're not doing what, you know, just insert person, Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone, Brene Brown. You're not saying what they say or doing what they do. You get to learn to be in an alignment with your special gifts. And by doing that in a place like a podcast and on social media and creating content, et cetera, et cetera, you're really sharpening your skills as well where I don't know how much I'm umming and eyeing today. I'm definitely an um and ah, but my comp, my comp, my <laughs> Greg, my confidence and conviction is way better than it ever used to be in a very short period of time, just from doing this deep work and diving in. And, you know, you can go to my LinkedIn or anything like that. My brand is benefiting like crazy from doing this work and teaching and talking about it while I do it. Yeah. Yeah. So to kind of build on that, uh, you know, podcasting and uh, even video streaming are relatively new in the, in the scheme of things, but the interview format itself has been around forever. And I, there's, you could probably trace it back many, many years. What, what's powerful about that part as well? You know, cause there's, there's this sharing story part, which is powerful. There's sharing your own story, but um, do you find power in in the the dialogue, kind of the back and forth, and and why you know why why do you think that's so? Yeah, I mean, we're we're humans, <laughs> we're humans, and I am not a social psychologist, um, so I'm not an expert on this. But weren't we caveman one time, and didn't we talk to people and communicate in long form? And a lot of the services I even provide in like social media marketing, it's all about attention and it is about quick dopamine hits. And I think there's a really powerful value in listening to long form content, hearing tonality in a podcast. Nowadays, a lot of podcasts are going visual. I think probably pretty soon, Joe Rogan, probably a great example, will have artificial intelligence where you could probably just put on a headset and actually sit there live and watch a podcast in 3D. Yeah. However, I think just the audio, long form, and the accessibility is my favorite thing because I, I still love playing basketball. I still love multitasking. Anytime I hit the gym, I can learn something new on a 20-minute car ride to work. So the, the audio accessibility and the reality of a podcast I could just ramble about this. We could we could do a, a seminar just on the values of podcasts, but yeah, I'm all over the place. I love them. 
Yeah, yeah, no, agreed. Uh, so I, I know you mentioned one of your goals is to touch a million lives with with real business connections. Over the next few years, are there any, you know, what what else what else would you like to accomplish or, you know, how far would you like to get with with achieving that overall mission? Yeah, I'm going to sound like an entrepreneur, but I don't have a totally clear understanding of where my North Star is, um, exactly what the mission is. I know that through daily conversations, we can really, really impact people. And the podcast platform itself is the number one reason that I have a business. Like quite literally, Greg, 90% or more of my businesses, like my, my clients at Balber Marketing come through either podcast hosting, podcast guesting, or creating content on LinkedIn around the podcast. Now, not everybody that I've had on my show or not every shows that I've guested on become clients, but a lot of those people become friends, business partners, and referral partners. So for me, I sell marketing services, right? But all my marketing clients actually come through podcasting. So I haven't launched it yet, but my goal, my what I foresee in the future is I want to build a podcasting concierge where I can help people do what I'm doing right now and put them on a podcasting tour, whether it's for a book, whether it's for their own podcast, whether it's for their business, whether it's for their brand. You and I both know the power of podcast guesting. So I think, and I'm not, this is, this is not guaranteed yet. We will see where it goes. I think Balber Marketing is basically going to get scraped entirely. And then Real Business Connections is going to become a concierge to do just what we're doing today. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. And so, you know, I guess to, to circle back on, uh, on another thing you were saying, you know, almost to answer one of my own questions to you, <laughs> um, it also feels like the, the, the interview format, the, the conversational format, I know, you know, I do a hundred, uh, you know, uh, two shows a week. So 104 shows a year. Wow. That means I have, you know, at least a hundred conversations with people a year. I am changed by each of those conversations. And I would say, I can't remember one that changed me for the worse, in my opinion. So, you know, I, I <laughs> what, what do you think about, about that? You know, I mean, in other words, like I'm, not only are your listeners improving and learning and everything like that, but I think the, the act of just talking with new people, meeting new people and doing that, I'm an introvert. So I I don't find it easy to just go in a room and start networking and shaking hands and stuff. But I've found many ways to be able to meet a very diverse group of people and have those. And I, I, you know, again, just to, again, to kind of answer my own question that I asked you, like it, I feel changed every time I talk with someone and that I, you know, what are your thoughts on that? I couldn't agree more. I think you nailed it. I have similar thoughts. We're all on a spectrum. I'm definitely more introverted than I am extroverted. I definitely prefer virtual networking than in-person networking. I get a little overwhelmed at times. But when I took a personality test, I actually ranked number one in input. And without diving too deep into that, the way input works in my life is I like to collect things, specifically information. And every single conversation, every single podcast, every single opportunity for learning and growth, you're collecting new data. And then the goal is to sift through. You can store things away for maybe later. 
You can throw stuff out if it maybe didn't serve you or wasn't the best conversation you've ever had. And then you've got nuggets of wisdom that you can sift through and organize. And ultimately, every conversation we have at a high level better prepares us to be better in our role as marketers and business people going forward. So if you surround yourself with the right kind of people, you'll have incredible results. Yeah, yeah. Wonderful. Well, um, one last question before we wrap up. Since you have your own show, I want to. So, do you have any recommendations for maybe a specific episode or two that they should check out to kind of get a taste of, of what you're doing? Totally, Greg. And, and I appreciate you kind of notified me that you'd asked this. So, I did prep on this. Yeah, question. yeah. I, I didn't, I, I don't like to be put on the spot like that when I go on other people's shows either. So, yeah. I appreciate the notification because I, um, I can spit out a bunch, but I actually wrote down the numbers for people. So, nice. we didn't dive into this, but Real Business Connections has five different shows. So, when you go to Real Business Connections on any podcast platform, the name of the show or the acronym rather is at the front of it. Learn, Speak, Teach or LST is my global audience show. You know, RBC is Rochester Business Connections. There's Ben's Bites, 5-Minute Friday. But LST is a great show on just international talent and storytellers. So LST 13, Ashley Fawes, she's a thought leader on thought leadership. I think she'd be great for your audience. Number 17, again, LST 17, Amberly Lago. She was in a horrific motorcycle accident and really went from being told she was never going to walk again to being an inspiration for millions of women all across the world. Um, LST number four, Matthew Dix. He wrote Storyworthy. He's won over 50 Moth Grand Slam storytelling competitions. He's one of the best storytellers in the world. Number six is Brian Bogert brilliant story. You'll know in five minutes why. 28 is Rene Rodriguez. He teaches storytelling for public speaking and for business growth. For example, why stories and, and evolution stories. And last one I wrote down for you guys is number 33, John Livesey. He wrote The Sale is in the Tale, and he teaches through sales, through storytelling, and what he calls case stories. So that's a lot there, guys, but I wanted to kind of write down a list for just about anybody. Yeah, no, that's that's wonderful. I Yeah, I think there's some, something for, for everybody in that. So it's wonderful. Well, Ben, uh, thanks so much for joining the show. I know you've already mentioned your your website and, and your podcast, but any other ways to, to keep up with what you're doing? Yeah, so the, really the easiest way is to go to realbusinessconnections.com. In the right-hand corner, you can click Balbert um, if you want to see the the marketing stuff. But realbusinessconnections.com can be a great hub. I live out loud on LinkedIn, but I'm on all the platforms. So as long as you search for me from Real Business Connections, you'll find me and we can hang out. Wonderful. Well, again, I'd like to thank Ben Albert, founder and CEO of Balbert Marketing and host of Real Business Connections for joining the show. Talk with you next week. Thanks again for listening to the Agile Brand with Greg Kilstrom podcast brought to you by Tech Systems. If you enjoyed the show, please take a minute to subscribe on your podcast channel of choice and leave us a rating so that others can find the show more easily. You can access more episodes of the show at www.gregkillstrom.com. That's G-R-E-G-K-I-H-L-S-T-R-O-M.com. To get a copy of my latest book, House of the Customer, visit my website or you can find it on Amazon or other retailers. 
The Agile brand is produced by Missing Link, a Latina-owned, strategy-driven, creatively-fueled production co-op. From ideation to creation, they craft human connections through intelligent, engaging, and informative content. Until next time, stay agile.